0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the 300 Fathers Podcast. I am your host, Troy Woods. Today, we have an episode that I think every man, every father will be able to take some value from. I had the opportunity to sit down with my pastor, Dr. Michael A. Freeman, and we discuss fatherhood. Now, What was valuable to me from this episode was a lot of times as fathers, you know, we get out here, we try to to make it, we try to do the best that we could, but he broke everything down from a biblical perspective and showed us that we need to get back to the foundation of where it actually came from. So I hope you guys sit back, enjoy this episode with Dr. Michael A. Freeman as we discuss how to define fatherhood. Dr. Freeman, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me Um, a little bit about this project, uh, we've entitled this project, the missing anchor. Um, it's my belief that the father is the anchor of the home. I've kind of mm-hmm. equated it to a ship or boat, if you will, you know, when that ships out at sea, it's moving about, but when it comes time, if it can't pull in the port, it needs to stop. If you don't have an anchor to drop to hold it in that position, there's no telling what's going to happen with that ship. It's going to drift. It's not going to stay on its course. So Absolutely. I wanted to do this project. Um, in hopes of inspiring other fathers out there who may be wayward fathers or Mm -hmm. fathers that are new fathers trying to get on the Mm -hmm. right path and i've looked at you sir for i've been in the ministry now i think it's been a little over 15 years wow and i've had the privilege of not only seeing you from the pulpit on sundays Mm -hmm. but in the photo shoots and different things to see the consistency and how you are Outside of the pulpit, so I really wanted to sit down with you to get your perspective mm-hmm. on fatherhood, and I think a good place to start would be kind of describe the relationship that you had with your dad growing up um, in your household with your brothers and sisters. Mm. Like how was how was that relationship between you two, particularly?
1: It, it that's that's quite uh, interesting uh, place to start because to equate what I have had with my father Mm -hmm. and what I have with my children it it appears to be worlds apart Mm -hmm. the relationship the concept of the relationship was presented in an entirely different manner I mean it was basically whatever he said that's whatever that's what went on right so you know to even describe a a relationship I don't know if you will the relationship of a father and son from that particular relationship I mean he was he is my father and I am his son Mm -hmm. but the relationship as I know it today and what was the original intent of the Heavenly Father, it really wasn't uh, conveyed to the degree I'm sure he would have been pleased with, with what he knows today.
0: So would you say that, I guess, life experiences with your three children has, you use that maybe as a foundation, but you had to define it how you saw fit for your household? Would that be the best way? To, because I, I know that you mentioned the relationship that the Heavenly Father had um, as it relates to the family Absolutely. and the Father. Absolutely. So in hearing what you were saying, would that be more so of you shaping that for your family, for yourself? Yeah,
1: yeah. see, I've derived and have arrived to the place of what, I have projected to my children from God's perspective. Okay. um, You know, people can get their definition of anything from anywhere. Right. But the one who defined father and, and son relationship is the one that we most should look towards to to carry out that particular relationship. Uh, You you know, I've said this for years, that the power to define is the power to fulfill. So there's not a father alive who has to look for the definition of father when all he has to do is refer to God. So opposed to referring to my life experiences with my dad, Mm -hmm. I kind of jumped that relationship to go back to the original intent. What did God have in mind as the, the father of all fathers mm-hmm. from the very beginning concerning this relationship? So for instance, God sees the father and son relationship as, as well as friends. Hmm. I was never my father's friend. Right. And, and fathers somehow have developed the mindset that you can't be your children's friend. Uh, but yet we, we get in church and we're saying, I am a friend of God. Right, right. You, you follow what I'm yes, saying? I do. And, and so I've allowed my children to reflect the relationship that the father God wanted me to reflect the relationship with him.
0: Something interesting that you've been teaching um, lately in your messages, you've and I know it's helped me out, has related to um, the approach to children. You know, um, I think this past Sunday you mentioned, hey, if your kid comes home with an F. Taking off ice cream, you know, and I know that's contradictory to what a lot of
1: Ooh, man. a
0: lot of uh, parents would think <laughs> if we
1: come home with an F <laughs> right? It's, it's, nah. <laughs> don't even think about don't it. think about ice cream, right,
0: but I mean it's those nuggets alone have helped me even because I my children are young and and I, I've spoken with other fathers and I said if my viewpoint is this if I have to lead and guide my children based on my own knowledge, mm-hmm. then I'm going to miss the mark.
1: Oh, absolutely. So
0: I have purpose. Everyone that is involved with this documentary is handpicked okay. because it's something that I've observed. Okay, you know, and that I can say, okay, I can glean from this person, I can learn okay, a little right. bit here and there. So even with my children now being two and about to be five. You know, when things happen, oh, I, 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 I look at, you know, I, I hear and remember those things that you said. And I kind of look like, OK, mm-hmm. what's the best approach here? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's where a lot of fathers, uh, because fathers have been absent for so long. And you Absolutely. can look at the generations and see, you know, well, if if you're doing this now, you know, start tracing back in the generations and see what happened. My particular story is, and I didn't find this out until I was 24, no, my mom remarried when I was five. Okay. And we moved overseas, we are there for four years, and we came home six months later, my stepfather was gone. Oh, know? wow. And I'm like, I didn't know what was going on. We, right. You know, and I tell people, it's about the memories that you create, because all I knew is he was gone now, but I remembered us building bikes and different things like that. So yeah. I look at the situation and wonder, okay, how can we prevent that from happening? You know, um, how can I make sure that I'm in my child's life, no matter what's going on. You know, Mm -hmm. of course, the relationship with my wife is great, but Mm -hmm. my relationship with my children is something that I look at as, okay, you got to know me as daddy. And like you said, I don't want to just be the disciplinarian. I don't want Mm to because I want my kids to have fun with me. Absolutely. You know, and I'm watching my daughter develop now, and, you know, she's detaching from mommy a little bit, and she's starting to become daddy's little girl. So Mm -hmm. I also look at and how did with two girls and a boy, mm-hmm. how was that dynamic when you have three children that you have your son, but then you have two daughters and they're taking not different paths, but they all have their different interests. Mm-hmm. Was it challenging for you to understand the dynamics of each one in particularly or?
1: Uh, a good challenge. Okay, And it's and always a challenge, discovering differences is a great challenge, it's a great opportunity to have revealed to you what was in the mind of God from the very beginning concerning your children, because right. they are not just children for us, they are assignments hand-picked yeah, by true. God, given to us as the development of what He had in mind. Mm-hmm. So, So if anybody wanted to really know you know, how to really be a good father. Okay, first of all, go to God. Mm -hmm. So with every last one of them, and I wish I would have known all that I know today because they probably, Brittany and Breland would probably have different names. Mm -hmm. Even with the development and the construction of their assignments in life, starting from their names would have been different. I would have... I would have really sought God a lot more concerning their names because whatever I called them would have pointed them towards the destination of their particular assignment. You know, a rose by any other name is is still a rose, but to be specific in everything that I wanted to do with regards to the development of these assignments. Mm-hmm. It would have been so much more appropriate for every time when they heard their name, they also heard their, their per- assignment, yeah. their yes. purpose. You. You, you, you follow what I'm saying? Yes. But in uncovering and unveiling their purpose and and their and the challenge of it, it, it was really exciting. Uh, it gave me an opportunity to explore some options Mm -hmm. that I never had an opportunity to explore with my father. Uh, I don't think my father was interested in really knowing us. He was just interested in growing us, developing us, getting us in a position that we would not be menaced to society, Mm -hmm. but that we would be citizens that would make some kind or type of contribution That would be positive opposed to negative, you know, you you better not do this. You better not do that. Don't go to jail. Those kind of things. But with my generation and my children, it's like I really wanted to know them. The, The philosophy of my father's generation and my generation, my father, Generation would tell you if you play with a dog, they're gonna lick you in the face. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. First of all, <laughs> I'm not a dog, <laughs> and then secondly, I'm not interested in licking you in your face. Right. But but the mindset and the progression of the generation is is so is so is so overwhelmingly interesting to me because what my father happened to be and what i am it it, it shows and, and 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 please don't i don't want anyone to hear that my father was not a good father oh, of course and my father he just did what he knew right and you can only do what you know right and and he did a pretty good job because all of his children are are doing quite well in life right but if he could have added what I know to our upbringing, man, and what I'm doing for my children and discovering, first of all, who they are. And we are still to today the bestest of friends. Uh, my youngest is 21 years old. And every single day I, I, when I see every last one of them, mm-hmm. I'm kissing and hugging all of them. I mean, even down to Joshua with his big old burly. <laughs> but at... At this particular point, I have almost dis- discovered, and I can help any father to be a better father with what I know.
0: I think the other, when I was sharing with you what had happened to me previously, the the other part to that story was, which your, I would say your example has helped me so much, mm-hmm. is that at 24, I found out that the guy that was my Godfather mm-hmm. was my father.
1: Wow, isn't that something? You
0: know, yeah. and by the time that I really got this information, he had passed.
1: Wow. So wow, I felt wow, a wow.
0: huge disconnect Yeah. entering manhood. Uh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. because even in, in your situation with your dad, you redefined it as you saw based on the Bible. Absolutely. But it, it goes back to that anchor piece. It's like I didn't have anything to pull from because it's almost like you know, you hear people say, good and bad, you know, you're just like your dad. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. Right. You know, so now I'm kind of like figuring this out, you know, the, the whole. Wow. I never felt like my identity was lost. Right. But I knew from a relationship standpoint and even with children, hey, I need to make sure that I get this right. Because there, what had happened just in my situation has yeah. been going on in my family. Wow. So I can almost go like this and it's just rampant everywhere. Right. So I knew that it had to stop. Yeah, yeah. It it has to stop with me, and that has redefined even my relationship because I'm like, okay, well, my dad wasn't here, so how can I make sure that my kids always come to me because I look at how your children come to you even Mm -hmm. at the age that they are, and that's something that... You know, at 18, I don't want that to stop. Yeah, you yeah, know, just absolutely. Just because they may move on and do what they absolutely. want to do. I get still,
1: married, have children. All right, I mean, it,
0: the family's growing right. at that point. I still want them, you know, and I've been blessed because Kelly's family is like that. Her mom and dad are together, and I look at the closeness that they have. I love it. And that's been, he's been central to, I've been able to watch him from afar. He's a man's man. I you love know, it. he takes care it. of the home and everything. So... I think the the question I would like to get your input on is for fathers that are wayward. They are out of their children's lives, you know, and a lot of times that's because of a broken relationship with mm-hmm. the mother. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for the fathers that need to get, because it's the children first, mm-hmm. what advice or insight would you have for them to possibly get back on track? Mm-hmm. In their child's life, mm-hmm. and to help the development of their children. Well,
1: well, firstly, I would like for them to know they are missing out on some of the greatest moments that they could ever have in their entire existence. I yeah. I cannot overemphasize how much they are depriving themselves from a joy that God intended for them to experience. Not to mention you're robbing the child of so many different other integral values that even you didn't have an opportunity because mm-hmm. your father was supposed to give you the guide or the barometer. He was supposed to give you the road map. He was supposed to reveal to you the identity of not only himself, but his life being used mm-hmm. to reveal the identity of God. We see the devastations in our society from that wayward father. Right. Every statistic, statistic known to man, would prove that the absence of the father is a tremendous detriment for the child in their development, in uh, their academics, and their social skills—all different kinds of areas of development is really depriving this child. Right. So if that father is is wayward, and I don't it wouldn't really matter to me if the child is 40 or 50 years old. I would I would work my way somehow back into that child's life regardless of their age because there's something innately lacking in an individual even at your age that the father was supposed to right. provide I agree. now 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 thank god you've been able to look to other men like myself your father-in-law you've been able to identify men who have added to or provided for that that area that your father did not provide not every young man Correct. gets that opportunity Correct. Uh, long before he discovers what he should be he's already blown it mm-hmm. and and then he gets into a situation where it's difficult to receive from a man right. so so you know to really just be specific in answering your question if if, if that father and I don't know how much I can pour out my heart to whomever is viewing, Mm -hmm. this this uh this docu of the importance of them getting back in place and going after their child regardless of the conditions and circumstances that has caused them to be wayward or separate from one another because just like the heavenly father he will always come running after us and malachi mentions the, the season and the hour where the hearts of the fathers are turned back to the sons and the hearts of the ser- sons are returned back to the father. And that season is perpetual. When that man gets a revelation or hears something like this docu, that's the season where he needs to go back and make amends of that area.
0: And I think on that note,
1: <laughs>
0: that's the perfect place to end this I love it I mean, I, I just want to thank you for your time um, this has been something I wanted to do for a while and it just the time is just, just perfect so, I love it um, thank <laughs> my thank pleasure. you so much I, I love really it you're doing a great job thank you so much sir alright alright everybody thank you so much for tuning in again to another episode of the 300 Fathers Podcast look we are anxiously awaiting your feedback we want to know what you all think about the podcast what could we do different what is it that you love Uh, feel free to email us at podcast at 300fathers.com. Also, you can find us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. You can find us everywhere at 300fathers. Remember, this podcast is about helping you to develop into a high-performance father. Until the next episode, take care. God bless.